Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kane Pittman covering the Bucks for pickandroll.au, co-host of the Eurostep podcast. Kane, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm just uh, watching my steps today and trying not to get injured because I feel like anyone that has anything to do with the Bucks is falling over at the moment. It is, um, you know, they have not sustained a lot of injuries throughout the season. And I've always said, when you get into the postseason and you win a championship, you got to be good, you got to be healthy, you got to be hot, and you got to be lucky. Right now, the health aspect of this is starting to come into play. Are you nervous about this? Well, as, as long as the injuries aren't uh, injuries that are really going to uh, impact the playoffs, obviously Brogdon looks like he's going to miss some time, potentially the first round. But uh, I think. Most of them are on the minor side, but as you mentioned, I don't know whether it's just my sort of anxiety about this sort of thing, but when you were looking at this team 55 games in and, and really no one had missed the game at all, it, it, the law of averages tell you at some point someone's going to get hurt. Unfortunately for the Bucks, it all seems to happen this week. Uh, can this team survive if Giannis comes back and he's feeling really good? Miritich with an off shot and Brogdon not coming back until, say, maybe the Eastern Conference Finals. Can this team survive? Yeah, I think they can. I mean, I certainly, in regards to that, I just wouldn't read anything into that at all. They only had eight players. They're on the road on a back-to-back. and I don't know what the numbers are, but my guess is teams playing with only eight available players on the road on a back-to-back probably don't win too many games. So I'm not too concerned about that. Bud's been pretty confident last night that Miritich is going to be back before the uh, before the playoffs begin. So uh, I, I don't think that Brogdon, is, as good as he's been, I believe this team is, is good enough to certainly get through a, a first-round matchup uh, with him still sideline. So I, I'm not panicking yet. Uh, you wouldn't want too many other guys to sort of get uh, longer-term injuries. But for now, I, I don't think there's any, any need to panic. Uh, watching uh, Giannis, uh, to me, I look, they lost to Cleveland. Yeah, I guess it's kind of uh, one of those painful things. But Giannis gets a couple more games, a couple more days to just kind of rest, get the ankle back together. It also rests his knees. I don't think this is anything but good right now for the Bucks. Do you? Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I Regardless of, uh, you know, whether he was 100% or how he was feeling, there was just no need to play him last night. I, You know, that loss. In terms of the standings, yes, it's back to two games now that they're ahead of the Raptors, three games with the tiebreaker. But uh, I still don't think that the Bucks are in that much danger of slipping out of first. I think they're going to be fine. And uh, there's absolutely no need to be playing Giannis if, if he's not 100% right now. And, and he, was, he was limping pretty heavily after the game uh, in the locker room uh, on Sunday against the Sixers. So, yeah, good move. Like, this guy needs to be 100% for this team in the playoffs. And uh, if he can have a night off, it's 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 fine at the moment, and there was uh, you know given the even though they lost, uh, it's, it's not a big deal as long as he's he's fine. Everyone should uh, not be panicking. Hey, uh, I wanted to ask you because uh, one of the positives out of all of this has been the fact that Malcolm Brogdon has has basically been made to step up, and he's answered the bell. Now, granted, some people will say, well, he beat the he did it against the Lakers, he did it against the Cavs, but nevertheless, he's starting to find his rhythm. I, to me, if you're going to find a, a silver lining out of this, that's it right now. Yeah, Middleton's been great the last two. I, I He's been a guy that 
all season he's taken a back, uh, sort of a back seat uh, for the benefit of the offense. And every time you talk to these guys, they say that that's what this offense is all about. Giannis is obviously the main focus, but the other four guys on the floor at any time, it's all about making sure everyone gets their shots and everyone has their opportunity. And Milton's a guy that we've seen in the past. He can do a lot more. He can take a lot more responsibility, but he's been unselfish year, this year and hasn't done that. But the last two nights, uh, he's really ramped up the aggressiveness. And we've seen uh, that was the first time in his career, actually, he's had back-to-back 20.10 rebound games. So uh, seeing him start to get some rhythm and, and confidence and really sort of take over stretches of games is, is definitely a, a, a big positive. I've really liked uh, the way Bledsoe stepped up and the fact that uh, Connaughton's getting more minutes. Seems like other guys are starting to get some playing time. And to me... Again, this can't do anything but benefit this team getting everybody into the mix down the stretch. Yeah, it's sort of a it's it's kind of a tricky balance when you when you think about that because I guess ideally you would like to have everyone healthy and be playing your best guys and uh, you know being a really good rhythm come playoff time. But uh, that's I guess that's the other side of the equation. Some of these guys, DJ Wilson didn't play for a little bit there. Pat Connor didn't play for a little bit. So you get these guys some reps in case they are needed in the playoffs. And they're not thrown into a playoff situation when they haven't played for a month or five weeks or whatever it is. So that's certainly a positive, getting some of these other guys uh, on the floor and, and playing real minutes. Both Wilson and Connaughton played, uh, you know, 30-plus last night. So that's certainly not a bad thing. Talking with Kane Pittman, covering the Bucks for pickandroll.au. Um, the, the rest of the East, uh, it's kind of shaping up to be the 76ers, who were one of the hotter teams for a while there, it looked like it would be Boston. Boston succumbing to, to uh, Philadelphia last night. And Joel Embiid comes out and says, nobody can stop me. I mean, now you talk about a guy that's starting to feel it as well. Now the rest of the league's going to start to take notice, albeit with only 11 games remaining. But is, is, is Philadelphia the team that matches up? It's the hardest, most difficult matchup for the Milwaukee Bucks in your eyes, or is there somebody else? No, I, well, firstly, I will just say, I did say, I only seen that this morning, actually, that Embiid said that, and I, I thought it was a little bit curious that he didn't say that on Sunday when Giannis was 52 on him, but hey, uh, I guess, uh, you know, he's, he's picking and choosing when he wants to say that, but I, I still like the Sixers for the Bucks. I, I, I think that uh, the way the Bucks defend and the way they protect the paint, uh, I think that's a good, really good defensive principle to, to slow down Simmons, and to an extent, Embiid, who had 40 against the Bucks, but it took 31 shots, which you're going to be totally fine with uh, uh, every night, really. So I still like the Sixers for the Bucks matchup-wise. The star power, obviously, uh, I mean, they've got guys that can make big shots, and that's going to be big in the playoffs. But I, I still I still like the Bucks in a series against the Sixers. Boston, even though they've been this team that just can't seem to figure it out all season, I, I think there are... Some demons there for the Bucks from last year's playoffs. Obviously, they haven't played all that well in Boston, even though they did win earlier in the season. So Boston and Toronto are still uh, going to be two tougher matchups for the Bucks, I think. And I don't think a lot of people agree with that, but I just like the Bucks' defense against that uh, Sixers team. So even with the injuries to Brogdon and Miritich, if because I don't think I mean people say six to eight for Brogdon. I look, that's a severe injury, man. I don't know if he's back in eight weeks. To be honest with you, if he can't come back, is it because he's been so kind of a behind the scenes cog kind of kind of guy? Is it still Eastern Conference Finals or uh, bust? Um, well, it still is. I mean, you don't. Uh, there's there's no doubt. Like, Brogdon obviously had an incredible season: fifty, forty, ninety shooting splits, being that clutch guy. Uh, you know his whole career, really, but this year in big moments. So the Bucks, I feel like they're going to really want him back by the conference finals. And then, as you mentioned, with a foot injury, 
uh, how is he feeling when he comes back in the playoffs? It's, it's, a, it's a really tough spot for Brogdon, but I still, I still like this Bucks team to, to, as I said, get through the first round. And regardless, the, for them, that's where the bar is. It's Eastern Conference Finals for them, and I don't think that you can look back and say, "Well, we didn't have Brogdon." That's that's our excuse for not winning. I, I don't think there's a lot of excuses for this team. Miritich looks like he's going to be back for the playoffs, so. I don't think the bar changes for the Bucks and for them particularly. They're not looking to make any excuses. You heard Giannis after the game on Sunday against Philly said, well, we're just going to be there when Brogdon comes back. There's no question. He's going to come back in the second round and we're still going to be alive. So they're not looking for excuses, and, and I don't think they should be. Uh, real quick before I let you go, uh, Budenholzer, I, I like what he said after the game. He said, look, if that's the way the guys come out and play, even in a loss, I'm going to be happy with that. Did they give you the effort last night without Giannis, without Miritich, without Brogdon? Did they do the things that you wanted to see them do? Well, I, I think the big thing was, and, and I know you can point to the opposition and say, well, Cleveland are, are not having a great season, but I think the big thing for this Bucks team was they had every excuse to throw in the towel and probably go down and lose by 15 to 20, but this team doesn't do that. And with, uh, like I said, on the road, on a back-to-back, just traveling to Cleveland over that night or that day, uh, to only have eight players and still fight back and give yourself a chance in the last minute, I, I thought I thought that was somewhat impressive, and I, I think that's probably what Bud's talking to. There's sometimes in the NBA you see teams use an excuse like that and really drop off in the second half, but the Bucks didn't do that. I think that's a good sign. They're a competitive group, and no matter what the situation is, they want to try and win. Always good to talk to you, my friend. Hopefully we're talking a lot more as this team goes deeper into the postseason. Sounds good. Thanks, Adam. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. There you go. Kane Pittman. He is uh, joining us in the Schneider Orange Hotline. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.